Hey, what's up? My name is DeAndre Kiera. And this is Natasha Amina. And you are tuned into a new episode of Just While They Glow podcast. I'm so excited to be back. I feel yeah. like we haven't recorded in so long, but we recorded last week. I just feel like it's been forever. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You missed me. A little. Uh. <laughs> no, a lot. A, a lot. lot. We talk on the we talk a lot, you guys. So, I love to because no. when you called me, it was like, where have you been? Don't get on here, Kathy. If you try to show off, yeah, don't you get know on I gotta here. act like I don't show care off about in front of your little podcast friends. <laughs> uh, what's going on, Bo? How you been? I've been good. Um, I've been really good. Trying to enjoy what's left of the summer. So this like the time has flew by. It's about Girl, to be August. It's August. It's, <laughs> it's crazy like August. shit. And if I was still in school, I'd be a piss bitch. Yeah. August used to piss by. me off. I used to be like, damn, I gotta do everything. Because <laughs> at the end of August, you gotta go back to college or you getting ready yep, like, for like grade ready. school or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, you sure. doing the whole get to, getting ready for school thing right now, right? Um, well, not, not like in the not next yet. couple of weeks. Yeah, the next couple of weeks. I don't. We don't have an official start date for her. Um, they just called me out of nowhere and said that they are not having book um, reports for this summer, <laughs> which I thought was really odd. And her dad's like, "Well, you need to just make her read something." Yeah, anyway. and I'm like, "Yeah, you're not having yeah. a problem doing that." My mom that. used to make us do that. You should. She would be like, "Y'all got homework?" <laughs> like, no, I did it at school. She was like. Read a book. Uh huh. Read a book until everybody done their homework, and then write write it write down what what you read. Oh wow! And tell me she wasn't playing. No, <laughs> she did not fuck around. I think it was like one part was like she took education serious, and the next part is like you ain't about to stand in my face. Right, exactly. <laughs> You're not about to get in my fucking there. <laughs> like, sit your ass at the table. Do some busy work. Do some work. Let, Let me, me take my shower. Shit, right. Let me cook. <laughs> Let me watch the little stories that right. I recorded. Like, right, exactly. Like, no, shit. I mean, well, it helps though. Like, I feel like. You know, even the times that I used to say, oh, mom, can you, like, what does this mean? And she would always tell me, look it up. And I used to get so mad at that. Or when you asked us <clears throat> how to spell something, and they'd be like, look it up in a dictionary. And it's like, bitch, if I, I can spell I, it. I, I don't know how to look it up. And you mad because I keep going. And then it's like I purposely going past it when I see it. Right. Because you should have just told me. <laughs> but I feel like if you know with your mom with the reading thing, yeah. my mom with the dictionary thing, it does help improve your vocabulary. Like I really feel like I was a good, I became a good speller and uh, yeah. learned, you know, extended I my vocabulary. I spell my asshole. Me too. You want to have a spell off? We can. <laughs> we sure we motherfucking can. We spell it in this bitch one day. Who <laughs> will be the person that's gonna be reading it? We gonna get Eric. Eric, do Eric. Uh, are you gonna be the moderator? We gonna get Eric. <laughs> to we do gonna it. do a spelling bee. We gonna and a winner gotta do a dare. Oh God. Yes. <laughs> like we gonna do that. Call me motherfucking Aquila. <laughs> I'm like Rain Man. I'm telling you, I don't forget what's shit. That, what's that um, on Beauty Shot? When she was like, I don't eat or drink nothing I can't spell. And the girl was like, well, you must be the spelling bitch. <laughs> me. You're so stupid. But what you been up to? Um, nothing. My fish died this morning. <laughs> what's his name? Uh, he never got one. Damn. So, Rest in peace, fish. None of my fish have names. Damn. Um, I have four fish. So I have four frogs, four aquatic frogs, and I have four fish. I, the frogs have a personality. The fish are fish. I'm, I hate to say it that way. No, you were really arguing with the frogs yesterday. <laughs> 
<laughs> you called me and you were like, you is I answered the phone. I was like, hey, what's up? He like, now give her her food. Why aren't you taking the food out of her mind? I'm like, hello? <laughs> Who is then this? the one frog was on his back, and I'm like, get your ass if you want to sit there and lay there like you did or something. <laughs> like, like, it was getting on my nerves. Don't do that. Fruit. Strange <laughs> motherfucking fruit. I'm an only child, and I'm a cancer. So, you know, there's a lot of love for animals and things that, you know, might not necessarily be human. <laughs> and then I'm on the phone with you. I go to my mom's house, play with her dogs. I'm, I'm Well, they were playing with me, and I was irritated. Man. And I'm like, why is she being so mean to the damn dog? I'm like, get dogs? off me, it's hot. You said it like numerous <laughs> times. Huh? No. Not a big fan. <laughs> he said you don't like animals. I'd be scared to say that because I, I don't want the know, animal <laughs> I don't want the animal lovers to be like, you're a sicko. <laughs> like, they do say people that don't like animals. It's not that I don't, don't like trust. them. Well, I don't like them. I don't hate them. <laughs> like, I'm not scared. What don't you like? I don't like nothing touching me. Oh, people too, or just animals? People too, but I can tell a person to get the fuck off of me. <laughs> like, dogs don't be caring. But then it's like, I do like my mom dogs. Right. But I don't like your dog. <laughs> like, keep your dog oh the fuck God. away from me. Eric, cat, keep that motherfucker away from me. You don't like cats. Cats is not dogs. I don't fuck you with don't like them. That. <laughs> a lot of people don't. I can deal with a dog before I can deal with a cat. I just don't. I just think, like, it's annoying. Like, you're a little annoying. Oh, but yeah, rest in peace to Natasha Fish. Yeah, one fish, two fish, I, red fish, blue fish, <laughs> knick knack, patty Give yourself a bone. Oops, out of time. My bacon, my bacon, smothered. <laughs> Tell us where that movie, where that quote is from. Y'all gotta put that in the comments. Let's see if you some real movie connoisseurs like yes. we are, because we still have not did our movie trivia, we like have quotation not. quote trivia. Because I can go on for days. We'll be here all day. Yeah, that's we true. should save that for like a YouTube. Or something. That would yeah, be, be nice. We can do that over like a mukbang. That'll be nice. Um, but let's get into some topics. It's been a lot since we talked. It's always a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> Thank but God. One, this might be like one of the few happy stories that I've come across. MJ Rodriguez has been nominated for Best Lead Actress in a Drama. Yes, she deserves it. I'm so it. happy for her. Yeah, I agree. I, MJ Rodriguez plays Blanca on Pools and mm-hmm. She's, um, I believe, the first trans actress to be nominated. Wasn't she just on the cover of something? Probably. I forget what it was. Probably. The cover of something. Probably. Um, I'm not too sure. She looked really nice, though. But she's, like, I want people to understand this isn't a token nomination. Like, she deserved this. This is not because... The Emmys has, like, an LGBT, like, thing where they're just trying to... I hate that agenda word. Right. Because all the homophobes be like, it's a gay agenda. And I hate that word. They love using it. I hate that because it's so weird. But it's not like a token award. Like, she really earned that shit. Like, she should have been nominated for the first two seasons. Yeah. The third season, she did her fucking thing on that too. But it's like, she really deserves it. Yeah. Pose has been one of my favorite shows the last few years. Yeah. It has a consistent storyline. Like this storyline, Ryan Murphy I got a real say, creative. I only got to maybe like the second or third episode. It was just I felt like what I realized in a lot of his writing and um Ryan Murphy, he does a lot of fantasy of what he the outcomes he wished could happen if people weren't so prejudiced. 
Okay, right. And he did that with the show on Netflix. It's called Hollywood, and it's about, like, the 1940s, like, that golden era in Hollywood. Okay. And how if, you know, certain people were able, one, to be out, mm-hmm. two, you know, be a black director, a black lead actress. It was very fantasy. Right. Um, mixed in with some real things that happened in Hollywood, but majority of it was fantasy and he said you know he liked to create worlds where you know if this were to happen we would be way more progressive right but um i really am happy for mj yeah i'm really excited i really hope she can win um she met uh regina hall on one of those um red carpets that they had and she seemed like so happy like and just to be like in the present of like peers, and they know who she is, and they're like receptive and yeah. Right. So. so on a side note, Regina Hall is one of the the few actresses that is I would love to meet in real I life. I would love to meet her too. I would because she you I have never heard one thing about her personal life, not ever. I've nope. never heard anything negative about her. She stays working every role that she's played. You know, even if it's just the voiceover, she does an excellent job of being mm-hmm. the part, like being immersed into that role. Mm-hmm. You would never, I would never think, you know, the roles that she's playing now that she played in Poetic Justice as the role she played then. Right. You know what I mean? Like she fit those characters so but then well. The the character from Poetic Justice is nothing like who she played as Brenda in Two Two Seven. Right, it, like, exactly. That's like a exactly. true. People forget that she's a child star. That that's is true. a true. That's child true. star that never stopped working. Never. She never all. had a break. She never stopped working. She's a great director, mm-hmm. a great, like, like I. she's one of those people, and when you step into Hollywood, you want to meet her. Yeah, You want to meet her. You want to meet her. You want to meet her to learn acting chops, yep. direction, you know, how to sustain in such, you know, yeah, crazy industry. Yeah, that's true. Like she's really like I don't think anybody can have anything crazy to say about her. Yeah, I love her. I definitely love her. But yeah, next we're gonna get into a little sad news with Young Thug. Yeah. So um Young Thug basically was saying that he had organ failure at one point during an interview with the Rolling Stone. Which is so crazy because he's so young. So I'm going to read um, the excerpt from The Neighborhood Talk. So it says, During an interview with Rolling Stone, Young Thug recalled how he kind of died after experiencing organ failure. I kind of just stayed in the bed, and I was like, Yo, call the ambulance. I can't move my body, he recalls. Then later, when the ambulance came, I couldn't get out of the bed. They had to get me out of the bed, basically. I felt like my whole body was numb, and I couldn't move. I went to the hospital and I found out that I had liver and kidney failure and I kind of had sort of passed away, like I kind of died. Thug didn't provide much of an update on the current status of his health. It's unclear what contributed to the organ failure. However, he did state this. I think it's just a lesson for everybody to just let you know that shit's real, you know? Life is real. That's That's crazy. crazy. I mean, I guess he didn't say what happened. Organ and kidney? But we can take a wild guess. And it can rounds with peen. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, just a little medicinal purpose, you know, yeah. purposes not used medicinally. Like, I guess yeah. we could we could take a wild guess, That's, you know. But my thing is, 
I feel like we've seen Lil Wayne go through things. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to... I'm speculating. I know Rick Ross had other issues going on. But, you know... Um, Pimp C it's mm-hmm. a lot of celebrities and it's probably a lot that we don't know about that are still living that are on hardcore drugs that have been you know hospitalized or have experienced extreme health issues because of the things that they partake in yeah but then they continue to perpetuate the same stuff in, in their uh, professional life which mm-hmm. is a little ironic to me like, I always tell people, I'm like, you know, look at Jay-Z. He talks about things, but you don't hear him ever talking about sipping lean. You don't hear him mm-hmm. talking about popping pills. He it's talks a, about smoking never, weed once in a while. It's never <laughs> been cute to be a crackhead. At all. It's just never been. Like, if At I can all. make a lot of money from selling lean, I'm damn sure I'm about to tell people how I be sipping on my own supply. Like, right. That's weird. But you know what I think it is? People like like Lil Wayne, who wanted to be a rock star, right. are still kind of aspires that they, it's like, go hard and fast. And you look at, and I hate to say this, and this is not to sound like in any type of stereotype, but I feel like, you know, when it comes to partaking or engaging in drugs and, you know, any type of paraphernalia like that, we don't party the same way. I feel mm-hmm. like they're partying just a, a little bit. They can do a little bit more than we can. And you need to just stay in your lane. And, you know, um, it, it's not cute. Like you said, it's not cute to be a I'm being a little contradictive because that song, Wakisha by Moneybag Yo, that's my shit. I don't know that song. He's singing about lean. He'd be oh, like, he's like candy. And like fruit. <laughs> But you're dancing to the song. That's my shit. But you're dancing, but you're but not engaging. It's I not making you want to try yeah. it. But that's what makes me mad because like y'all really be singing about this shit and y'all don't even do it no more. Like uh-huh. future, uh-huh. like bitch, why you ain't tell these kids that you stop sipping lean and popping pills, but you still singing these songs? Like mm-hmm. we'll get we'll get into these rappers later oh, on yeah. in the show. Yeah, because because I'm I'm gonna come back to that point. Mm-hmm. But um. <laughs> So Simone Biles dropped out of the US, the Tokyo Olympics. Right. She said for health reasons, right? She said she wanted to focus on her mental health, and um, that's about it. That's all she said. What do you think about that? I feel like do that shit, bitch, because <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. One thing about me, I'm really big on a job is just not about to stress me the fuck out. Right. Like, I had a job that stressed me the fuck out, and I made good money. Right. Really good money. But that shit, I wasn't sleeping. I was working from sunup to sun fucking down. I had, like, heavy stress with that job. It's not healthy. A big responsibility that I just didn't realize when I took the job on that I just could not see myself doing for years ahead of time. And it's like no amount of money is worth your mental health. And y'all disrespect these athletes so fucking much. Y'all have said that the bitch was on shit because she could do these amazing things with her body. Mm-hmm. Y'all have, um, she has performed with broken bones. Yeah. She's done a lot. Like, I don't have, to, I'm the best. Right. Period. Y'all right. can't fuck with me. I already broke records before the tournament. Right. Y'all don't. Well, and she got stuff going on in her personal life. Too. Right. And then that thing with that brother. Yeah, that shit And then brother. all of these news outlets are. Saying Simone Biles' brother, Simone Biles' mm-hmm. brother, Simone Biles' brother. 
Simone Biles' boyfriend, Simone Biles, she's speaking up against the sexual assault that was happening within, you know, the gymnastics world that y'all ignored. Like, it's a lot of shit. She's only, like, what, 22, 23? Yeah, she's very young. Well, do you think that it has anything to do with the um, runner that we talked about last week that's not allowed to play Mm. in the Tokyo Olympics? I don't really know how. I don't see how one would have to do with the other. In regards, just I don't know, standing, standing in solidarity. I don't. No, know, I don't child. think she give a fuck about that. <laughs> <laughs> I just think she's just like, I got money. Like she's rich, rich. Yeah, she is. She don't yeah. ever have her kids. Don't have to work again. She's still the fucking best. Mm-hmm. I've done the Olympics twice already. Right. Let them bitches do it. All these bitches that y'all want to sit here and give endorsements to and kiss these little white bitches ass, let one of them bitches do some shit that I can do in my sleep. Mm -hmm. But guess what? They can't do what I do. Exactly. I can do what they do, but they can't do what I do. And when y'all don't win, remember to put some motherfucking respect on Simone Biles' name. I appreciate it, love. I'm really a fan of... I respect it. I'm all about... You're not about to stress me the fuck out. I'm all about, exactly, and saying, you know what, fuck y'all. I'm going to do what I want to do. Y'all need me more than I need y'all. Period. Like, I don't... You know, what was I... I was just watching something where they were talking about... um, Oh, about athletes needing to get the vaccine. And and I think the NBA or the I'm not sure if it's NBA or NFL mm-hmm. and they were like requiring them to do it. I think it was the NBA though. And like um, one of the players had had said that he was no longer going to be playing the sport anymore. And the uh, one of like I guess he was the coach or something basically said, you know. There's lots of other people lined up waiting to get this opportunity to play. And, you know, if you don't feel comfortable, then, all right, it was nice knowing you, and we're just going to replace you. You're Everybody's replaceable. We just want you to know that. Right. And I'm like, well, damn, like you said, people that be playing with broken bones, mm-hmm. they do all this shit and stress and overwork and, and push their body to limits that's probably not even fucking healthy in no any way. Sleep. They're being told, like, Oh, y'all put them in a fucking bubble. Mm-hmm. Told them they couldn't see their people. They yep. couldn't get their little wieners sucked off. And you know <laughs> that, like, athletes need that. Like, <laughs> you told them they can't do this. I heard that you play worse when you come. That's why they don't, um, like, you're not supposed to have sex before a <laughs> game and stuff. That's why the fucking Sixers. <laughs> <laughs> them niggas was fucking fucking, huh? <laughs> yeah, they say you're not supposed to. It's all like right. bad luck. Philly teams. We're all celebrating. Everybody. Everybody in Philly, we're going celebrate, tw- celebrate 2021. And I mean, to it ain't no beating nothing, none, no masturbating, no nothing, no porn. Speaking of, <laughs> I did not get to use it yet. Oh. I didn't get so, you know, first I was, you know, on well. the rack. And then, <laughs> and then, um, honestly, I just been, my allergies been really kicking my ass. So you've been sick. Well, yeah. to those that didn't see on the Instagram for Natasha's birthday, <laughs> I made good on my promise and got her the yes, rose. She did. It was the best gift ever. She <laughs> got me the fucking rose. And I was yes. not expecting it. I was very, very surprised. I wasn't <laughs> expecting the gift at all. And I, when I opened it, we were in Barnes and Noble and I couldn't like yell the way I wanted to, <laughs> but it was very I did charge you, though. That's funny as shit because, like, several people were like, oh, X her on the next show. How did she like it? I used it. And? 
When I say them reviews ain't lying. <laughs> well, this is the thing, though. I didn't know you had to charge it first. Because yeah. a lot of toys come and already it charged. And it stands up. Like, you just sit it on top of the plate. Yeah, yeah. it connects like magnets. Yeah, but <laughs> that joint ain't do me nothing. Them bitches wasn't lying. By the next, I'm sure by the next episode, I'll have an update. Them hoes wasn't lying. <laughs> Get you the rose. Honestly, if I can find a way to find a vendor and I wholesale... I'm gonna get. I'm gonna sell them bitches. Everybody giving them out like Oprah. Yeah, look, just yeah. gift that shit for dust to everybody's Christmas present. I'm a whole birthday coming up. If you got a birthday, let me know. We, like we said, we gonna put the just let it glow on the side. Yeah, and that's what we mean. We be like, girl, sis, just let it glow. Go home and just let it but glow. When we say let it go, sis. <laughs> leave that nigga alone. You put know that what nigga the fuck in the dirt. <laughs> you know what the fuck we talking about? And pick up that rose. That's what the fuck we mean. <laughs> I forgot yeah. what we were talking about. Oh, Simone oh, Biles. Yeah, Biles. <laughs> well, girl, get a rose. Work on your... That mental health, you won't have no stress. No stress. <laughs> and if that nigga is a source of it, get rid of him. Period. But, yeah, I'm all for women not wanting to deal with no bullshit, especially black women, because we put up with way too much shit. Especially in that type of field. I'm sorry. Speaking like mm-mm. Bullshit. Let's talk about the baby. It's just like, he was messy as fuck this last weekend, this past weekend. Like, you were messy from the Ruta to the Tuta, and now you're fucking your money up for being a messy-ass bitch. Mm. Homophobic bitch at that. So this past weekend in Miami was rolling loud. It's a big festival, kind of like Made in America here, Coachella, those type of things. Right. And the baby was performing. During the performance, the first thing he did was play Megan Thee Stallion's Cash It, which he is featured on. Then he brings out Tory Lanez. All right. Mind you, Megan Thee Stallion already performed. We're going to get to why Tory Lanez might have fucked himself over by being at Rolling Out Loud because mm-hmm. there's a restraining order against him. And yep. That's why he was snuck in that bitch. Exactly. And that's why you did not get too hot. To be a performer there. But you're a messy-ass, pussy-ass nigga, and you fucked yourself over, probably. Mm-hmm. But we'll see when the courts play out, because you're trying to be messy. Mm-hmm. So you, he brings out Tory Lanez. That's the first thing, like, so why did you pay Megan's song? Yeah. Just to bring Tory Lanez out directly after. That's weird. Mm. Two, during towards the end of his performance, he has said some very egregious things about... Um, gay MSMs. Um, what else he said? Some stuff about people that, if we say a he lighter in the air. Border, women who's, he started off by saying, um, if you do not have HIV or AIDS and won't be dying in two, two to weeks. three weeks, yeah. put, your light, put your phones, light your phones up in the air. If women, if your pussy smells like water, put your lighters up in the air. And then men, if you're not in a in a parking lot sucking dick, put your lighters in there, your phone and in the air, like, or some shit like that. What the fuck is y'all obsession? They live what? rent free in y'all motherfucking heads. And first of all, gay men live free in these so-called quote unquote what? straight men. And then it's like, bitch, who the fuck dying from HIV in two to three weeks? <sighs> 
Like, the, like it, even back in the early, late 70s, early 80s, when it became, like, a new thing and people didn't know, people were not dying in two to three weeks. What the fuck is you talking about? What did you expect from a nigga that spells his name with the D-A? For the, the ignorance for the me. The dickhead. <laughs> the dumbass. The bitch. <laughs> The clown. The clown. And my thing is this, like, what's so ironic is it's niggas like you that are actually, you have numerous baby mothers, from what I can see, because I don't know much about the fucking baby. But what I do know is that you have a bunch of bitches you've been fucking that's been overlapping with each other, and everybody is very much aware of it. And it seems like you don't have a problem having all this unprotected sex, so... Where the fuck do you think, why do you think that the rate for black women is so high for getting fucking HIV, you dumbass? And what the fuck does that have to do with anything with your music anyway? What does that have to do with anything in your music? So you feel like people are going to, oh, it's it's like I have to say something really extreme that's really offensive, where even if it is a person that's suffering from this or has is living with this in the audience, they're going to purposely put this up because I know the stigma around it and I know they don't want to be embarrassed. It's so fucking stupid. You could have said anything else in this world, mm-hmm. but you chose to talk about and HIV it, and, and AIDS. What is, about herpes? Exactly. What about genital warts? What, what about, about syphilis? What about all of that? What about chlamydia gonorrhea? What about MS? So let me say, oh, you know, well, this person, uh, you know, since anybody with diabetes, you know, if you ain't got that fucking sugar... You ain't got to shoot up no fucking insulin every day. <laughs> Put your fucking lights up. That's so stupid. Exactly. That's what it sounded goofy. like to me. You just saying, like, you're saying anything at this point. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, I didn't know. I You you were being offensive. And the thing is, you doing all that, and you probably offended a family member. And that's you what don't I, even realize That's the it. ironic part. Y'all be saying the stupidest shit, and y'all don't know shit. Y'all don't know what. Because guess what? It has no face. I, I was going to say, no and, and as long as you face. fucking my nigga, you better make sure that exactly. you're not one of those people that you was talking about. What was the last time you was tested? Y'all talking about, oh, Lil Nas X talk about sex. He need, he kissing men. He need to talk about um, HIV awareness. No, this nigga that want to sit here and use it as a stigma need mm-hmm. to donate some money to the fucking AIDS fund. Exactly. I agree a thousand percent. Perform at the fucking AIDS walks and shit because I don't see none of y'all niggas there. At all. And guess what? A fucking rapper died from HIV. Yeah, A presumably straight rapper that has never had any rumors about being MSM. So are you saying that Magic Johnson was in the parking lot sucking dick? And that's why he got it? Because that's what you implied. Let's be real. Let's be real. The likelihood of getting HIV from sucking dick is slim to none. Exactly. (laughs) So you're not even educated. But what is really a real reality is your ass getting it because you keep... One, beating up these bitches, and then you fucking them, and you fucking them raw. Well, that's what I don't get. So why is he canceled now? Why wasn't he canceled before? Exactly. Because he's been problematic for a long fucking because time now. the thing is, when you disrespect... Nobody gives a fuck about black women for the most part. Let, that's like, a shame. Let, let me just be honest. That's let me shame. just be honest. Don't nobody give a fuck about black women. Right. But what he did do was get on that white-ass stage mm-hmm. and offend... All of these people that are in this audience, let's be honest. Everybody always say, who runs things? Gay white men. Yeah, period. Who did you think ran Rolling Loud? Just stupid. Who do you think was the sponsors there? Who do you think are behind the scenes? Who do you think are buying the tickets? Y'all were not the only fucking apps. Yep. Y'all had pop stars performing, rock stars performing, you know how many fucking people you offended? People didn't come near, excuse me, people didn't come near to see you just rap. 
But it's you a know small what? percentage. When I went to Made in America, I knew I was going to see rappers and R&B singers and stuff like that, right? Right. It was like 30 fucking rock bands I never fucking heard of. And right. all of these people came there for them. It was um, uh, house music performers and tech performers and DJs and stuff. That, that Like, these are really big, huge events. Nobody's coming just to see the baby. Right. You ain't that nigga. Right. I can't. I hate to say that. I only that. know the featured songs. I can't. You I don't ain't know that nigga personally. for real. These, these white people behind the scenes are not just investing in you. You can't headline that shit by yourself. Right. Exactly. You're on a long list. And but people spend good fucking money, and you want to say some shit like that? To me, it was the follow-up that was even worse. <laughs> when he said, oh, you know, all of my gay supporters, they ain't with that nasty shit. They ain't got no HIV. How the fuck do you say all of my gay supporters, they don't got that nasty shit. They don't do that nasty shit. They ain't shooting up like no fucking, what do you say, like a uh, junkie. They not junkies. They don't got no nasty ass HIV say, or AIDS. But y'all love to say how your mamas and shit was crackheads. Mm. Y'all love to say that, but then y'all say this type of shit. So it's like, yo, people that was addicted and that's why they couldn't take care of you. Y'all really had resentment about a lot of shit from y'all fucking childhood and y'all keep putting it out in the world. It's just so stupid. My nigga, you need to heal. And now I saw that Boohoo Men dropped him. Oh, good. Um, Dua Lipa is a pop star. I heard about that. She's um, made a statement. A lot of people have made statements, including T.I. bitches, mm. who decided to get on live and talk his shit about, oh, so homosexuals got more rights than heterosexuals and little unhinds ex Nobody. Nobody shit. at all. Nobody asked you. <laughs> and he, he said, just, here come T.I. What he said? <laughs> little Nas ex can pop his shit, but the baby can't? No, because who the fuck did he de- offend? I was going to say, who the fuck did he how is the, what is the comparison what, with it? I don't understand do how mean, do you compare it to. What do you mean heterosexual people have more rights? What are you talking about? It's a human decency thing. But people, <laughs> even when TMZ revealed your sister's um, cause of death, people were on their fucking ass because the human is decency. Period. It's decorum. Exactly. But that's the thing. You don't respect that. You over there doing some weird shit with bitches, allegedly. Allegedly. And the last thing you need to talk about is sex. You need to stay away from sex as long as possible because until perhaps a nigga can come out and talk about your ass. Well, that's why I feel like he need to shut the fuck up. Before a nigga come out and talk about you. Because I have a feeling he probably has some type of experience. And I was about to say, let's be honest, with a lot of y'all rappers, I don't know what the fuck y'all got going on. Y'all fuck way too many bitches for me. Mm-hmm. And y'all fuck y'all way too, too many, many drugs bitches. Y'all be for me. I'm y'all be sorry. fucking way too many bitches that be taking trips to Dubai mm-hmm. with no fucking money and coming back with Birkin bags and all this. Y'all fucking way too many bitches that have been seen on escort hmm Pages. Yeah. Y'all do a little You're bit too... you always up in the ante. Y'all do a little bit too much for me mm-hmm. to be trying to talk about what, who got what, who got where. Exactly. But this is, the, that's the thing, though. Wasn't everybody saying that T.I. had herpes and he was giving it out? Didn't somebody accuse him of giving her herpes? Allegedly. Allegedly. So, but my thing is, that's a, something else that you had for lifelong... Oh, is it because you don't die from herpes that who the is fuck the is dying? But, like, let's be real. Like, and I'm going to tell whoever's listening to this, Nobody's dying from HIV. 
if they are dying from HIV, they are choosing. It's a choice, right? To. Yeah, that's where I was. Yeah, you are. It's a choice. There is medicine available. Right. There's prep. Follow um, Prep Team Philly on Instagram if you right. want to learn more them. about prep and things of that nature. Right. Educate yourself. P R E P Team Philly. Yes. P R E P Team Philly. I'll mm-hmm. put it on in, in our Instagram as well. Right. But don't be ignorant. And don't think that people are, like, just dying out here. Like, even in the 80s, that wasn't even, like, nobody was dying in three fucking weeks. People got diagnosed late, late. and died, but but that's because they were diagnosed late. But my, and this they is died my thing, from though. the medication that wasn't foolproof. Right. But my, this is the thing, like you said about PrEP. I'm glad you, that was a great point to bring up. PrEP is a drug, for those that don't know, it is a pill that people take. It's an HIV medication, but people that are not positive can take the medication to prevent contracting HIV if you may remain consistent and adhere to what they tell you to do. However, because somebody like the baby is throwing this fucking ignorance out there, mm-hmm. if let's say, you know, somebody that was young was on prep to try to prevent from getting HIV, but they don't want anybody to see HIV medications mm-hmm. because you don't necessarily know that's prep. Mm-hmm. It can, it's the same type of medications for some people. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to prevent it, and then you say, well, you know what? I don't want anybody to see this medication. I don't want to take it. I've heard this before. I don't want to take it because I don't want to be seen taking this pill and I don't want people thinking mm-hmm. that I have something that I don't fucking have. So now I can't even protect myself from getting it because of this fucking ignorance that you're spewing the fuck and out, you dummy. so hateful. Like, when people are hateful like that, I just mm-hmm. feel like you got something in your spirit. Like it, it's something that you fight in internally. In your spirit. It's like something <laughs> Look that's at your triggering. Something you. Y'all should yeah. see her face. Something <laughs> I wish in your I was spirit. recording us today. But it's like, it's something that's triggering the fuck out you to make you say, that's something, I haven't heard nobody ever say no weird shit like that. I have, but I they Not were HIV. They were the babies. They were never, I never heard nobody say HIV. Like, what are you, and you talking about? Like, people said always just group like HIV that. and AIDS is like it's, it's the two same different thing. Things. The people it's always like group things. it together. It's just the ignorance is so real. And one day we will talk about fucking STIs and shit and really get into detail because I don't want anybody listening to us to be fucking ignorant when it comes to yeah, STDs. Yeah, maybe we'll have somebody come that can really do like. Yes. Yes, to talk to us about sexual suggestion. health and the updates of prevention and things like that. So yes. if that's something y'all are interested in, we have great connections and we can have them come on. But don't be, if you are living with HIV, if you're gay, if you're whatever, don't listen to that nigga. Exactly. Because first of all, we don't know what he doing, what he has or nothing. And for some reason, that shit is bothering him. So if that shit offended you, just remember who the fuck it's coming from. The and, same nigga right. who goes around bragging, like how India Moore said, you're bragging in your music about how you're fucking bitches with no condom. Mm. Your name Who's is India Moore. Um, she paid, played Angel on Pose. Oh, okay, okay. She was saying that you are these are men that brag about sleeping, not using condoms in their music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all stay and fucking try- numerous Y'all stay women. talking about how y'all take the condom off. Yeah. You got numerous baby moms and shit like that. Yeah. It's just so, you know. And this bitch very, over here hiding her fucking baby from it. That's just Child. that's just a whole, you know, stupid thing. But I, the baby, very ignorant person. You know, T.I., I don't understand why you keep jumping into things that have nothing to do with you. He just want it. That's the, that's the narcissist. 
Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, that is the narcissist, where it's like you have no sense of real reality, and right. you just always have to insert yourself, because for some reason, you have called yourself the big homie. You are not the big homie. No, not at you all. You are messy, and you are that's a pussy-ass nigga. a self-given name You a pussy-ass, weird-ass nigga, and you doing pussy-ass, weird-ass shit. And you, like they have said, you are already a weirdo. Yeah. You you too worried about your daughter's hymen and all that other shit. You just need to stay away from sex topics. Anything that had to do with anything sexual. You it's still a fucking target on your back. Exactly. Like, exactly. But I wanna say this one last thing is I know we gotta get off this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you made the point about all those people that's pulling out from him, I need y'all to pay attention. Any black female listeners mm-hmm. that's listening, you see how those people still work with him after he kills somebody in self-defense, allegedly. A teenager. People still, people still was fucking with him. He assaulted more than one woman, didn't he? With mm-hmm. a phone. He's always into some drama and bullshit. That was okay when he was assaulting people. He's killing people. They don't give a flying fuck about that. But when he offended, and I don't even think that the HIV thing would have even mattered. I think that the fact that the gay community, the LGBT the part was things. combined together, yeah. that made them, which I'm not saying it shouldn't have been something that was addressed, but I feel like people and sponsorships pulled out because of the LGBT part. But here's the thing with these sponsorships, and I'm going to say this because I've been to the AIDS walk here in Philly. Yeah. Because of the fact that y'all want to pull back because of this, I want to see y'all donate to the mm-hmm. AIDS fund. I want y'all to donate and be sponsors yep. for the different AIDS walk because I've been several times and yeah. the sponsorship from corporate is very motherfucking low. Yeah, it is. So Boohoo Men, yeah, Rolling is. Loud, whoever the fuck else that's issued an apology, start donating to these places mm-hmm. because I've been to other, you know, um, like I've been to other different walks, uh, cause walks and stuff like that. Okay. And the sponsorships are huge. I've been to the A's walks. Oh, yeah, very no, there's, low. there's not a lot of... Very, very low. You don't even really hear about it You don't hear anymore, about it. It's not on the radio. Y'all not showing up. Mm-hmm. All y'all motherfuckers, I need y'all to start putting money. Boo-hoo. Yep. Start donating. I agree. Rolling loud, whoever the fuck else that dropped out of sponsoring, start fucking donating. Yep, I agree. Sponsor somebody that's living with HIV for, to have a place to live. Yep. I Start agree. doing that shit because y'all just be doing performative shit too, and y'all ain't off the fucking hook. But it's still fuck the dickhead. Yeah, the dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the throwback. This okay. is a topic I love because yes, little do people know I love to read. I love reading. Mm-hmm. I read anything, honestly. I've right. read all types of book. I I love it. I need to honestly start a book club. You should, because yeah. um, you were a part of a few, right? I'm like on like on Facebook groups and stuff okay. like that, but not like physically. Like we pick a book every month and, and then just, really do it. It's just like different book groups I, you know, a part of. Right. But this week we do decided. One, I, I want to be. I'll be a part of it. Yes, we talk about <laughs> different books. I'm all into a lot of. I'm not really big on self. A lot of self help books because I just feel like I didn't think that would be a book club thing. Anyway. Yeah, a lot of people do that too. And See, I'm, I wouldn't be into romance. Yeah, that would be my. It's thing. not really. I'm just into like mess. Yeah. I love mess, yeah. sex, maybe drama, just hood romance, romance. Hood um, romance. I, I love like all of that romance. stuff. I like um, mysteries. 
suspense. I love it. So, wait, so, did you... All right, no, go, all right, go ahead. We're going to get... Wait. I want to know if you... So, you read all of V.C. Andrews? You read Flowers in the Attic and Petals in the Wind? I you, have read them when I was younger. Me too. <laughs> so, we both was young reading that crazy shit. Bitch, it was in the library. <laughs> My mom had it. it was so in I was the library. I think I read one or two. I didn't read all of them. Okay. I read, I read like one or two. But yeah, I like suspense. That's a that's a book to talk about. But <laughs> this week we're going to talk about some of our favorite urban books that we have read over the years. Right. I'm gonna let Natasha start because she has read like a little bit of the older books. I read them too, but I Mine's know some is of them. very new. superficial. Um uh, so urban books you said urban, right? Yeah, like black authors. Okay. Um so Zane has one that I've read a few Zane books. Which one did you like though? Um, name them because um, <laughs> you know I don't I've remember. read Addicted. That was about the lady who was a sex addict. Yeah, I read that. Um, Nervous. That was about the woman with multiple personality disorder. I feel like I read it, but it wasn't memorable. I really, really, I love that one. I don't remember the that. woman that had different um, personalities, and she. She, her um, altar was having sex, but she thought she was a fucking virgin. The altar would, like, just get up and do some wild shit and just, like, be fucking. And then the person who's um, the controller, like, the dominant one. Right, right. She would um, wake up and just be feeling, like, like in, in clothes she didn't buy and places Maybe with I did read it, but now I want didn't. to. <laughs> like, her, like, sh- her, like, woman parts would be sore, and she just did not know what the fuck was going on. So if y'all reading, if y'all want to get into Zane, see, people think Zane is just a nasty-ass freak. But That's her, some nasty-ass shit, too. It is, but it's, it's, it's a storyline behind it. Like, she really it's was talking about... Like, <laughs> she just did a whole world with her It's head. a storyline, and she really was talking about... Going to therapy, mental health, way before it has been, like, a thing for black girls to do. Like, she really was, like, even she, like, these books were written in the 90s. Right. And she was talking about how her characters had went to a therapist to get help for the things that they were going with. So definitely check out those Zane books, not just like the little nasty freak ones. Yeah. The ones with a little storyline. They have a little back, you know. Yeah. Um... Of course, Sister Soldier. Yes. <laughs> we went in on it. We already talked well, about I her. Went in on well, it. yeah, you told you maybe not ever want to read any current books. Um, but Winter, the first one is definitely a book that if you didn't read it when you were younger and you're going to read it now, just read it for the nostalgia. Right. right Your right, mentality right. is not going to be Winter's mentality. Think At about all. how you would have felt if you read this when you were 14. Right. Like we shouldn't have. You know who I couldn't get into that I tried? I read a few books, but I really couldn't... I didn't really get the hype like that. Who? Eric Jerome Dickey. I've read some of them. They were good, but they were like... But I, I felt like they, I didn't really like. Yeah, it was, may he rest in peace. But it was yeah, like more yeah. of like my mama and them. Like, yeah, it was something about the right. I, I like didn't like. I like the young bitches. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it just wasn't. Hood I like enough. a young bitch. So, alright, well, tell me yours. What's okay, yours? so um, Umar Tyree, Fly Girl. Of course, well, that's, that's everybody. That's my. That shit. was like the Bible for that's every young girl. My shit, like. <laughs> I love Tracy. I love that book. Yeah, um, yeah. It's really Philly. Yeah, it is. It's really 80s. Yeah. Um, I just love it. I just love a good coming-of-age story, and you really get to see how, like, this girl's mentality changed. And 
it's about her and the girl that lived next door to her and just like it's just a good ass book. Yeah. If you want to read a good coming up. How many of them was it? It was like three, but the sorry, Umar, Philly's on, but (laughs) read the first one. I was gonna say, yeah, I don't remember liking. I didn't care for the other ones because I felt like then they start um, getting digging into other characters more. They just started, yeah, like they would. He was developing characters from her. Yeah, her storyline. I I just didn't like um, anymore. It wasn't. It wasn't my judge. But um, Fly Girl, of course, true to the game. Of course. <laughs> I did enjoy that. Um, Why He the Clark. Have you ever read that? Every Thug Needs a Lady. No. Thugs and a Woman Who Love Them. Yes, no. get into that. No. That's a really good. What is that book it that you made me until get it's time. not. Now, that's what I'm about to get into. Okay. Nicole Jackson, she's new. Okay. She's not new, new, but she's not like old school. She's like 2015. Uh, like that. Okay. But I had you read The Way It Is by her, and that's really good. I liked it. It was a Houston, it's in Houston. Like growing up, I never read books about Houston. She's right. me and her became really good good Judy's. Like we're cool. Right. And I really she's giving me great advice about writing and stuff like that. But I really love how she writes. Um, the way it is, that that's really a good, good, good as coming of age story. It's based in Houston. I didn't know shit about Houston culture at all until I read her books. Okay. And it's really, really intriguing. Like, I really, really enjoyed it. Mm. Um, also, a book by her that I really like is called Shooting Blindly in the Dark. Okay. That's a really good book. Um, it's another coming-of-age story. Um, it's really different takes on life. And these aren't girls, like, that I grew up with because right. the culture in Houston is different. Okay. In what way? Just like I can't really explain it. It's just different than Philly, right? Like we like get into shit, and it's a little different. But like you know, like girls, like some of these characters are like we knew girls that like pop pills, but they look like they pop pills. These right. are like bad bitches, like that you wouldn't think that was doing shit like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, like oh, bitches right. here, they pop pills, they look like it. Yeah, yeah. But it don't ever be like the pretty girl. Or the bitch that's getting money, like, back then. Right. Like, back when these books were placed. Like, right. You know? Right, right, right. But it's really good books. It's really different. I really like that. Um, what's that? Another? Keisha Irvin. I love mm. a lot of her books. Um, one of them I really like is Material Girls. I really enjoy that. It's about a girl that's, like, high society. And then, like, <laughs> she fucked her money up. So. Oh, okay. Life. But um, I really enjoyed that. It's also a book by her called Torn. I really love that book. Um, what else do I love? I love reading. Right. So we can talk about this for like four or five hours. <laughs> well, but so when are you going to start writing? Mind your motherfucking <laughs> business. Because <laughs> we're talking all these urban books, um, you know? I, I think mean, like with me, I have so many ideas. And it's like I want to do two different things. Okay. I want to do screenwriting and I want to do novels. But okay. it's like the books I want to write about is not necessarily the book, the shit I want to write a movie about. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like okay. I want two different type of vibes. Like, so I just need to put all my thoughts to one thing Damn, and just paper. focus. And and like the podcast <laughs> has really been like my baby lately. Right. I've been really like working on that. So it's just like I just need to get my brain together. But it, when Damn. it, you know. Good I can't wait to come to those who wait. I agree. But, um, yeah, so get into those and tell us some of y'all favorite books that y'all read recently or books that y'all had read growing up. 
Right. Um, I read a lot of crazy shit Me growing too. up. What was you saying last week? <laughs> oh, it wasn't Dutch. urban though. No, we wasn't talking urban. And you was like, <laughs> ticky, ticky, ticky. Oh, when we came Remember, cherry, cherry, we cheap, Mary Bimbo. I was like, she took that shit tiki. way. Oh, yeah, because that's what Eric Kane. He was like, oh, ticky. I was like, oh, like, ticky, ticky, tumbo, no side and boo. Cherry, cherry, we yeah. cheap, Mary I want to hear what you guys, because I didn't have a whole lot of urban faves. I had, like, The Giver was, like, one of my favorites uh-huh. as a kid. I really liked the concept of it, and it's crazy how it relates to society now. Uh-huh. Um, I loved R.L. Stein books. Did you ever read the Blue for High series? No, what's that? Oh, you should let Merlia read it in, like, a year or two. But they're, like, these books for, like, I read them in middle school. It's, like, school. Sweet Valley High? No, but kind of, but for, like, black kids. Oh, but no, it's like it's kind of old. Like they kind of talk like in a nineties type of oh, way. Okay, but it's not like sex in it. It's like books right. that we read in middle school, like of coming of age, and it was really like it was really cool books. So if you have like a teenager, you should te- check it out. Like the Blue for High series. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Drama High. Oh, I've been a reader, reader for years. Like me I love too. Books. You know what I wanted y'all to drop in the comments too. It was a book that we had to read in high school where. <laughs> the narrator, the the guy, the main character was like he started losing his mind a little bit, and then he thought he was turning into a water bug. What the fuck was the name of that damn story? And like mm. he died from laying on his back because you know <laughs> water bugs when they lay on their back they can't flip over. <laughs> I know it's very random, but it's really it is a good book though. It's like he loses his mind. Yeah. But if y'all ever read it, I know Emma be listening. Emma, if you remember, because we was in the same places. Please tell me what the fuck the name of that story was, because I want to read that shit as an adult. It was some no, crazy shit. No, it's been shit. books I read in high school, like required reading, and I also like took AP classes and stuff. So it's like the excuse us. No, I AP. took I took classes outside she of was my smart, school. Smart. Bitch, I ain't get the credit. <laughs> I did not. You get took the classes fucking... outside the school, so you was the one that and left I, early. I had no. I had to take that shit on fucking Saturday because they fucked up my roster. Long oh, story. Damn. I had to like wake up Saturday for like a year. Oh shit. And take my English class because they fucked up my schedule. But that's yeah. crazy. But no, it's books that I read through that that I've read over as an adult. And I'm like, damn, this shit good as fuck. Right. But right. yes, let's get into some unpopular opinions. For yeah, once, I actually have one. And I think I know. You always have them. You just don't be wanting to say it. No, but this <laughs> is like something that grinds my gears. Oh, okay. my God. Speaking of writing. I hate fucking movies with, like, an obvious, like, fuck-up. Like, an obvious, annoying-ass <laughs> character. Like they, they get, And I feel like I'm the protagonist every single time. Like, what about Bob? I fucking hate Bob. I fucking hate him. Bill Murray, I think that's his name that played him. It is Bill he Murray. got the fuck on my nerves the entire time. And I was so mad because the main character, his whole family, like, you don't have to be an asshole. And it's like, he's fucking everything up. Like, are we just going to act like he's not a fuck? Like, I can't be irritated. That's so you don't like Dennis the Menace? Are you he's a that? child. He's a but fucking But he still child. was fucking everything he up. He was fucking everything up, but he's a child. Like, I so don't what, know. All right, so Problem Child, you hate that movie too? I hate that little Because <laughs> that little motherfucker, his spirit was bad. His spirit was His bad. spirit was uh, devious. He was a problem child. He was devious. Dennis the Menace, was just goofy. Yeah. He just he was, was he he was six. He was high, <laughs> but he was high strong. 
Yeah. I don't like an Ohio strong kid. Yeah, I couldn't babysit him. I would have been, <laughs> no, in real life, I would be Mr. Wilson. <laughs> but watching the movie, I'm Mrs. Wilson. Oh but in God. real life, I would have been Mr. Wilson. I don't like, I don't like when people just, just don't listen. Like, yeah. Yeah. like, what about Bob? He gets stuff like, I hate, can't stand that fucking movie. Drop Dead Fred. I love I that I fucking movie. hate Fred. Fred came, like, bitch, why would imaginary friend come back in my fucking life as a grown-ass woman and fuck everything that up? That bitch was crazy. That's what it's telling you. Like, She's yeah, crazy. the bitch is delusional. And it's like, Fred is fucking everything up. And it just, oh, God, now you made me realize that's some real mental. I got to rewatch it. I got to yeah, watch that as a mental health, mental health professional. <laughs> She has some mental health issues. I gotta rewatch it. She was thrown off. That bitch was goofy. It's just like um, Black Swan, if you think about it. It's like Black Swan. Oh, yeah. It's like two different people yeah. and not even realizing But yeah, two Fred got the fuck on my nerves. And people be like, Fred was nice. And it's like, it's an imaginary friend. <laughs> and he's ruining everything. Are y'all not? Like, but what about Bob, really? I'm like, are y'all not seeing? Y'all are gaslighting this man. <laughs> He a little stern, but it's like, this nigga really fucking everything up. So, all right. Well, this isn't in the same thing, but I feel like this is kind of what you're talking about, but it's just not in those type of movie categories. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) Wayne Texel, when he used to mouth said, he's a good man, Savannah. You didn't like that either because he was a fuck up and he's married and the mom is encouraging. Yeah, I didn't like his ass either. (laughs) Like, damn, let's. He's a good man, Savannah. Oh, oh, yeah, his wife just dying. (laughs) Fuck the wife. (laughs) She gonna die anyway. Like, it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, miss? Like, miss, what the, but that's a whole nother conversation because I feel like that, that mentality, I, taking advice from Terry McMillan yeah, at this point. Because I could pick that whole movie apart. That should have been one of my popular movies. That movie is like, <laughs> we're going to have to do like a reaction to that movie or something. Yeah. Because they had, I read the book too and they still had me fucked up. I, I read, read the book too. I read the book when I was young. Me too. Because I, I kept watching the I movie. Was real young. And my mom had the book and I was like, I'm just reading the book. Yeah. <laughs> I seen the movie first. And she didn't too, say I nothing because I've already seen the movie. Mm hmm. Mom yeah. well, had weird rules. Because yeah. all them other books I told y'all about, I was not allowed to read those when the bitch was speaking. <laughs> well, we all do. You know, I feel like that's innocent, though. Like, I mean, we exposed to a lot of stuff reading it, but it's not like we was doing it. No, I wasn't doing shit. Me neither. Because I didn't want to end up like them bitches. Yeah, I feel like it helped. I didn't want to be, I didn't want to have multi-personality this morning and then my other alters out here fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Like, no. But yeah, I really hate those movies with like the fuck up. But let's get into our little boss bag this week. It's Natasha's week. So this week I decided to choose um, a, a a uh, business that, you know, is very, very much established now. Um, my daughter used to um, be a part of the business years ago. Um, and then she decided she no longer wanted to do dance anymore. So um, I, she hasn't been back since, but I've been trying to push her to go. So that's the only reason why she's not going. But um, CC School of Dance, I wanted to shout them out. Um, they're a black-owned dance school. They're located in, I believe it's Sharon Hill, Lansdowne. It's Lansdowne. That's kind of, yeah, Lansdowne. Um, they, you know, have acrobats. They have gymnastics. They have jazz. They have hip-hop. 
Um, they have ballet. They do all of those things. They also have um, competitions. They prepare kids for dance competitions as well. Um, so, you know, you guys should check them out. Their uh, Instagram is C, the, you know, the letter C, C, S, D, and away, the word away. So C, C, S, D, away. Um, so that's the name of the yes, school. So. Shout out to them. I, you know, I used to do a little ballet back in the day. I did jazz. I did, I did that too. I did, did you? ballet, jazz, and modern. Guess who is my teacher? Who? So you have, you know, the comedian Quinta? No. She was like, oh, a large. Like, she went viral. No. All right, well, it's a comedian from Philly named Quinta. Her mom was my dance teacher. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Ms. But she, and she was a teacher. Yeah. She really mm-hmm. had us fucking some shit up to, like, Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson. <laughs> well, that's how like, you notice they're good at this it. This one year, we remember it was, like, the Latin explosion. Right. This one year. Well, she was also the kindergarten teacher at my school. So we had to perform at the talent show. It was that Ricky Martin song. Do you really want that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. She created like this bomb ass choreography for us. Really? <laughs> and I had a solo. <laughs> oh, excuse <Period>. me. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I love dance. I if I have a child, I really am gonna put them in dance. Mm-hmm. I had a good male time. or female because I feel like everybody can use like balance and it really does teach you a lot, like ballet and. Yeah. Something to do. Get that. It's hell good out the exercise. House. It's really yeah. good exercise. I'll say this though, you know, as a parent, when she had certain um recitals coming up, I like I don't like uh nice for what nice for what by Drake at all no more. I don't <laughs> play it because she had to do a dance on that and it was like and we and we would keep I like even after practice with dance, I would mm-hmm. come home and be like, All right, no. Same. One, two, three, nope, you did it wrong. Start over. Okay, I'm man, so you know <laughs> it's really I really am bad. <laughs> you see why she quit. <laughs> It ain't because she know what it is. (laughs) It could be me. It could. It's this crazy bitch. (laughs) But I couldn't. I hate that song. That's the reason. (laughs) That's I will not. When that song come on, as soon as I hear the fucking beat, I'm like, turn this shit the fuck off. (laughs) You about to start doing the choreography? That's because all I I can picture it in my head still to this day. I remember. That's how my mom probably felt because I remember she was like, I don't want to hear this song no more. You get tired of hearing that shit over and over, over and, and over and over and over, and over again. I commend any uh, musician that has to keep listening to a certain part, keep singing a certain part over and over again, and then still like your own music. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Yeah. Shout out to y'all. Um, but now it's my favorite topic. It's the glow up topic. Glow up. I really have grown to really love this topic because this is really allow us to be like transparent and have real conversation about some real shit. And this week, the glow up topic is trusting your gut feeling. And what does that look like? Mm. So like for me, I know that I have like a really great gift of discernment. Okay. Like, I just know when things are what they are. Like, I know good, bad, or indifferent. I can feel it. I know when things don't feel right to me, and I know when something feels like a push instead of a pullback. Like, I do. And I used to ignore it all the fucking time. I used to always be like, girl, you crazy. Right. You just feel And every time I would ignore my gut feeling, I'd be like, see, bitch? (laughs) Now... can you be a little bit more specific? Like, about a situation? Uh-huh. So, like, all right, with the, the job I spoke about earlier, I did not want that job. 
Okay. Right? I didn't want that job. I had a job. I wasn't in need of a job. I didn't want that job. Right. Um, I had another offer at the time, but the thing is, is that it was going to be, they didn't get the grant money yet. Okay. So it was like, it's going to be about six months. And they were like, but we really want you, though. Like, we want you. And I was just like, I was just ready to leave my old job. And I'm like, well, these What the hell are they interviewing for if they wasn't ready for six months? Well, they were going to bring me on, but part-time. Oh. And I was just like, I don't want to do nothing else like that because I had already had a situation where it was just like, oh, we're going to have you on, and then when we get this money, then you're going to get this. And that didn't happen. Right. So I was just like, and I did not want to go in this field at all. Okay. But the money they were offering, they were so excited to have me on, and I fucking hated that shit. And I knew I was going to like it because I didn't want to work in that capacity. Mm. I knew that that wasn't for me. That's not my type of spirit. I can't turn off how I feel about certain situations. Right. I can't see certain things and not. I'm a very person. Like, I'm quiet, but I speak the fuck up. Right. And right. I was definitely in a situation where I could never speak up. Right. So oh, okay. it's like in my spirit, I knew that I did not want to be there. I knew that it's not where I should be. It's not it the type of right. work that I should be doing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel right. I don't agree with anything. I just hated the shit. And okay. it's like I should have just waited. Right. Like right. like I could have like you could have just waited because you were just in a rush to make a move because you just felt like you had to. Right. So also even like with dating. Like, I felt like I had dated people just for the sake of, oh, even though I know I didn't want to be with them, but it was just like, well, they like me, and it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know why I want to be by themselves, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's just like, I don't like this person at all. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm just wasting my time. Right. Why am I doing it? Or when it's moments where you don't want to go out. Yeah. And that shit hit <laughs> you. The and then it's like, <laughs> and then every time, you ever realize when you didn't want to, like, you really in your spirit did not want to go out and you go out, something fucking happens. And then the, then you justify why you and didn't want like, to go to begin with. And you were like, that's the fuck I did not want to go. <laughs> like, I, and my mom I had told me years ago, she was like, you know, when it comes to going out at night, if it don't feel like, if you really don't want to go, if it don't feel right, it's okay just to say no. Like, yeah. just don't do it because it's something. And I, I've told you before that she had told me different situations where people didn't want to go out, and they went out, and they didn't make it home. Mm. Oh, and that's a situation. You talking like, about me going deep last week. Well, child. bitch, you tried to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. But what do you think? Um, I agree that those that are correct, you know, listening to your gut, you should listen to it. Um, I know that I'm one of those people that I'm always uh, questioning things and always kind of on the fence about if this is right or if this is wrong or like I don't know what is a true emotion or what's, you know, Mm -hmm. my antisocial personality. Like as far as like you said, going out, I'm more so antisocial than anything. So if mm-hmm. I'm not, like, invited to your house and it's just you there or, you know, it's just a handful of people, I probably really don't want to go, but I'm going to go because you asked me to. Um, so I always have that feeling of not wanting to go, and I can't really mm-hmm. listen to that. Or, you know, if it's something like, um, let's use my, my crime page, for example. Like, you know, a lot of times I'm in my spirit, like, 
at first I was really, really optimistic about it. And there's times where I'm really like, this is not working. Like, you know, you're not where you want to be at. You know, this is not going to work long term. How is this going to translate to monetization? It's a lot of things that I'll think about. And then my but then I'll be proven wrong. Like I notice a lot of times I'll have a self-doubt about something and then it'll actually go better than what I expected. Uh, but not to interrupt. Go ahead. You think that's two different things? No. I do. <laughs> I think that's two totally different things. Okay, tell me how. I feel like self-doubt, that's a mental thing. That's a thing that you are placing in your head, telling yourself that you just can't do something. I think a gut feeling is saying it doesn't feel right to do it. But it it's the same thing to me. For it you, comes yeah. out, it, it comes out the same. Really? That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you know how they say things start in the mind and it trickles into. So I'll convince myself yeah. that something is not like, oh, I don't feel right. It's people that I've met initially. Like, like I'll use that example that I've met off the bat that I felt like I would not fuck with you. Like, and I just be like, mm-hmm. I didn't really like their energy. It was something off. And then time mm-hmm. progressed. And I liked them. And they become one of my favorite people. And I'm like, oh, shit. I An didn't example know. sitting in front of you. No, I did not feel <laughs> that way about you. <laughs> I didn't feel a strong dyslexia. Well, I'll be honest. I feel like everybody don't have the spirit of discernment. Yeah, that's, I, that's what thing. I'm saying. That's what everybody I'm saying. Does I don't have, have it. If you have it, mm-hmm. it's, I feel like you should utilize it. Yeah. Me, personally, when I, every time I didn't like somebody and then I wind up being cool with them later... I damn sure stopped fucking with them at the end. Mm. Like, I really, it was someone I was close to. I did not like when I first was introduced to them. I ain't fuck with them at all because they were around a situation that I didn't like. Okay. And we became cool and became very, very close. And then years later, years and years years later, we are not cool now for other reasons. And it's like, damn, bitch, you should have just motherfucking listened to your fucking head when you said you ain't fuck with that person. But I feel like me, all right, like with writing, I have self-doubt because I just be like, uh, but I know that I can do it. Right. Like, I know I can do this shit. I know I'm great at it. But the mental, my mental health is fucking with my discernment. My discernment, my gut feeling is saying, you're good at this. It's okay. Like, right. it's okay. But I feel like the same with you. Your self-doubt is telling you that it won't be successful, but your discernment is telling you this is a path that you should go because yeah. it's working. Yeah, it's, I guess it's when you working. break it down that way, yeah. um, it can be that way. But you know what, too? I think it is, I maybe have a little bit of a bias to speaking and even using that word, discernment, mm-hmm. because I know people that use it to be shady. And a lot, mm-hmm. they feel these are people that I know that, have a negative like and and I'll say this they use it about friendships it'll I'll hear them talk about relationships with people mm-hmm. a lot where it's like oh yeah I always knew I didn't fuck with her or I always felt this and I knew I, and as soon as any yeah. little thing that person do it's like oh I was right and yeah. I feel like it's being um passive like a manipulative way of thing. talking about discernment and that's what makes it it kind of overshadows what the true meaning is for me yeah no, well, when I was talking about the situation earlier, I not you. No, no, I'm, no, no. Because no. I know a lot of people. No, that I'm just about to tell it. two oh, different things. When I talked about that situation earlier, I didn't think about the fact that when we stopped talking, I didn't think about that. Like I didn't initially like them. I actually forgot that I didn't initially like the person. Right. But I will say when I really don't fuck with somebody off their energy when I first meet them, 
You know me. I don't fuck with them at the fuck all. Yeah. I don't fuck with them at all. Like, if I really don't vibe with how you first coming at me, if you come with weird energy or we cool and then I peep some weird shit you doing, I really won't fuck with you. Right. Like, I'm very short. I'm not disrespectful. I'm like, hey, how you doing with that? I could go from laughing and joking with you, but you do some weird ass shit where I got a question and it don't, something is telling me not to really engage too much with you, mm-hmm. not to say too much to you. It's, 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 that's some facts. I don't fuck with you. I'm not about to play with it. I'm not about yeah. to even make you think that we cool in no way. I'm not about to let nobody know we cool so that you can't even play with my name like that. Yeah. Like, you, like when I really don't fool with, I'm not really big on being Oh, no, if it's a strong feeling. Like, when it's a strong feeling, oh, yeah, no, I that's really. Whole, certain people you just know. Like, like I, I had, wouldn't like, like them. a little disagreements with people when I first met them. When I was just like, I don't really, I don't know. I don't really like that. Mm-hmm. And it's been good. Like, it was just like a bad first time. Yeah. A bad first meeting. But if something <laughs> really just is like weird shit. I like the won't. person we have in common that we had met at some point. And when we met them, they were, um, and they were mm-hmm. very, you know, kind of came off a little nasty. Mm-hmm. Their energy was a little off. And it's like, mm, I didn't really like you when I met you and I was being nice. And but I didn't like how you were. I, you know what that is. You know I'll say this. I have this the spirit of discernment for when people don't fuck with me, and and mm-hmm. even if it's for no reason. But I can always tell where I'm like, okay, that's normally the energy I'm talking about. Where if you come off and you kind of just a nasty person, like, oh hey, how you doing? I'm like, yeah, um, mm-mm, nope, mm-mm. Um, at the end of the day, I can tell that you don't really fuck with me. Right. And you're just tolerating me. Nope. <laughs> Damn, I'm not guessing none of these people that she talk about. Nope. <laughs> not at all. Um, no, but no, I really do that too. Like, I, I also know when people, that's another thing about me. My discernment is I know when people don't fuck with me either. Mm-hmm. And I don't ever convince myself that you fuck with me and you just being weird. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that bitch was weird. Yeah, she's weird. <laughs> she, I got, she told me the person. That bitch was weird. Her. And I can tell when people don't fuck with me from the beginning. And I'm not going to hold it against you. You don't hit, Like I said in a couple of glow-up topics ago, you do not have to fuck with me. I I'm will good. not cry I'm not to sleep go, I'm not going to be disrespectful. <laughs> if you we have a mutual and it's like, hey, what's up? Right. Hey, what's up? Oh, hey, how you doing? Hi. <laughs> Hello. How y'all doing? That's when you hey. come in and you say, how hey, y'all doing? How y'all doing? <laughs> yeah, but this person Even if did, it's just her yeah, standing there. That, how y'all doing? Yeah, but that bitch don't know how to do that, so we're going to pass that. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to just, I'm going to always so give a general for I feel like you just need to trust how you feel. Yeah. Like a real, not the self-doubt shit. Not the yeah. self, like it's a difference of saying this is not right. Yeah. This is just not right. This is not me. This is nothing that I want to portray. This is nothing that I want that represents me. This is person, I can tell they don't really like me. They don't want to be around me. They do these weird things, and I'm making excuses for it. Right. It's a difference than self-doubt that's saying you can't do something. Right. Like, self-doubt is saying I can't do this, even though it's something that you're perfectly able to do. Right. You it's not that you can't do it. You just trying to convince yourself that you can't. 
And I think that you really need to learn the differences of the two. Right. And really lean on it if you have it, because everybody really don't have a gut feeling. I've realized no, that. No, everybody does. It's, it's, like, it's like common sense. Everybody <laughs> doesn't have it. But if you do have Bitch, it. Bitch, that sounded a little uh, backhanded y. <laughs> discernment and common sense are two different things. Uh, I don't know. It sounded a little. It's not common. Everybody but, ain't got common sense, so you know, sorry, you ain't got discernment. No, you know, but if like, you don't, well, if you really don't have like a good. Like, God, I, so I you know trying to say people, God love you more than he love me? Cause he no, gave you the spirit because of dis- no, the spirit of discernment at No, that. I got it. I'm about to say you, I got it. And that, that shit really be making life boring. <laughs> so if you don't have it just lean on your friend that does but I'll say this having that shit I, I say it all the time having the discernment understanding your gut feelings understanding vibes that shit make life real real motherfucking boring because you really you don't hang out around with the fun bitch that you know that you really don't fuck with but they can get you in the club you don't, yeah. you don't hang with her yeah. You be like, uh, no, she ain't my type of bitch. Yeah. And you know that. But then your other friend want to hang out with the cool core. Like, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you're like, damn, they look like they're having fun. They're having a great and time. And then three months later, she's telling you how the bitch left her at the club. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you like, see that? Yeah. That's true. But then she had three That's months true. worth of fun with the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, though? I will say in relationships, when it comes to men, yes, now that I do have, I have despaired discernment with that. Yeah, and I've ignored it every and time. I, I've ignored <laughs> the fuck. That's what I'm saying. I it, because the thing is, I know, I know what the fuck going on, baby. Like. <laughs> A bitch is bored. <laughs> Look, I just want to have a little bit of fun. Like you I said, a little to, three months. I just want to have a little three like, months damn, of fun. Like, damn, at least I could be like, damn, I, you know, bitch, you knew that shit was going to work. But you know the fuck what? You had that a good time. That shit was fun while it lasted. <laughs> we went here. We did this. We did that. <laughs> we did each other. Okay. We enjoyed each other while we did before shit got before weird. Before shit, right. And it's like, those are experiences that I am not going to take away and cheers to the Girls weekend <laughs> and my nini Lee's voice. <laughs> yeah. But no, no like have, but to be honest, understanding your own gut feelings about stuff and just saying, you know what, is this for me or is that for me? Yeah. Do I wanna be stuck in this space or do I wanna achieve? Can I achieve more? Yes. There's really nothing stopping you. Right. So that's why I said like self doubt is telling you. That you can't do shit that you that you're doing. Well, it's not that I can't do it. It's just that maybe it's not the lane I should be in. But that's <laughs> when your your gut is telling you. But you keep doing it though. Yeah. And are things not success? Are yeah, it's great. progressing. I I I've been blessed, and every well, that's that's what I mean. Though it seems like whenever, so maybe that's the discernment. That's I don't know. Maybe I just get positive because you're ignoring. You're ignoring the self doubt, and you keep doing what you're doing. When I get a confirmation later that exactly. I'm on the right path. So, exactly. I will say I get now the spirit gives me that. <laughs> I exactly. got a little something, you know. But even how you just like. Your spirit telling you not to listen to the self doubt. Yeah, that's true. You're just like you're doing like my book is pretty much written, right? But it ain't done, right? That's true. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And my discernment tell me that right now is just not the right time for me right now. Yeah, because that might just be one book. I have I can write. I just want to keep writing, and my third book I write might be the book I'll come out with. Right. It's not saying that I can't do something. It's just like. 
I'm really loving this wave that I'm on right now. I'm yeah. just loving being creative. You know, that's a whole... This is one business we're working on. That's a whole nother business I have to focus on. That's not just the creative outlet that I want that to be. I'm... Listen, I work full-time. I ain't doing shit if it ain't about to be making... I ain't about to do another thing that ain't making money instantly. Girl. Because this... You know, this is cool. This is like us talking and stuff. But sitting there in front of a computer screen and typing and writing and coming up with scenarios and then the dividends ain't coming in the way I needed to, I need to figure out a way to market myself in a way that can be most fruitful. Well, you have to be extremely um, creative to everything you said to screenwrite and um, to write Mm -hmm. a book because you have to write dialogues for everybody. You're creating the entire, the scene, the persons, the per, the pe- the personalities. Like, I feel like when you write books, let me just ask you this, and this is without, you know, I guess giving too much away. When people write, do they write backwards? Because I feel like that would be mm. the smartest way to write. Um, I write no. I mean, as far, I know how the book going in. Okay. I knew how I wanted the book to start. I know how to, I want the book to end. Okay. So then it's, it's just, just the middle in. you gotta. And I kind of know the middle. It's just the parts that I have to get to the beginning, to the middle, the middle, to the end. Right. Just connect. Like, I with. already know the major things I want to ha- happen. I know the thing is, I've always been visual. Right. I can see exactly how I want to see something. I can remember exactly how a memory in my brain is. I can tell you that the sky was blue. I could tell you what music, what I heard in the background. I've always been able to do that. Okay. I can literally tell you how someone looked at me or, like, the feeling I felt in certain emotions and certain things. Good at expressing Or I've always been able, a very visual person, I really understand. And even, like, speaking in other dialogue, like, I have... I, for a re- some reason, I fell into sociology. I did not want to take it. But fell into it. I did. I did not want to do it. But What's wrong with sociology? I just didn't want my degree in it. But oh, okay. I wound up getting into it and really realizing, like, yo, like, I really do understand. I have always understood, like, people's upbringing creates who they are today. Okay. Like, the things that they are surrounded by. That's why I said, like, when I was talking about the woman, he said, I can't write a character like hers being from Philly. Right. Mm. And I can't take a Philly character and put them in Houston. Right. Because it's certain things that that breeds people up. Even, like, me and somebody else. My household helped me. me my mom telling me to fucking read a book right. when I don't have homework and not being able to play outside is different than a bitch up the street who nobody asked her if she had fucking homework. Mm-hmm. That's we true. grew up on the same block, but we have total different lifestyles. Right. And I understand that our vernacular is different. Everything is different because of the small things that were placed on us growing up. I like that word vernacular. I've always liked that word. <laughs> I know it's so random, but I, I always did. But a bitch got a little bit popular. Oh, there we go. Now she's showing off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fuck her up in this spelling bee. <laughs> yeah, okay. But All yeah. right. It sounds good, but... Going into, like, just, I just think, like, just trust your gut about stuff, especially when it comes to your safety. Right. Like, if some shit just don't feel right, then it just don't fucking feel right. And that ain't self-doubt. That's some real shit that, like, if it it can save your life, doubt that shit. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, well, I don't know, though, because when I was getting on the airplane to DR, I was thinking about fucking Final Destination. I was like, but I that, really, as I was on the plane, did. I was thinking, I really should get off. So Girl, everybody gonna look at me like I'm crazy. I think that every time I get on a fucking plane, <laughs> I think that every single fucking time that I should be just, bitch, turn the fuck around. Right now, just run out. Turn Don't even tell. the fuck around. But you then I was just like, look, then you can't stop death. Yeah, that's true. If you he did. coming, well, that's the per, the great example, that movie. Yeah. When it's coming for you, it's going to get your way. <laughs> and we always got to be morbid because it's Miss, little Miss Crime Addict is trying to <laughs> fucking little kill us. Little Miss Crime Addict. <laughs> <laughs> Shut but, your ass up, like, um, We appreciate you guys listening to us every week, especially these last five minutes where we're just going <laughs> all over the place. We yeah. appreciate you guys, and you can always find us on Apple, Spotify, and SoundCloud mm-hmm. at Just Let It Glow. Um, we're on Twitter at Just Let It Glow. We're on Twitter. I said, oh, I said that. We're on Twitter at Just Let It Glow. We're on Instagram at JST Let It Go. And you changed your vernacular when you said it the second time. What, what did I say? Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, we're on Instagram at JST Let It Glow. Also, we do have a YouTube channel. We ain't upload nothing yet, but y'all can go subscribe. Yeah, yeah y'all can. You go know. subscribe. Just sit and wait. It's like, you know, pre-ordering. Yeah, yeah. We, we got some things cooking up. We got pre-ordering. Couple, yeah, just go subscribe on YouTube. You never uh-huh. know. We might go live on there one day a time or two. You know. But, yeah, we do have our YouTube up, so you can um, subscribe there. And that's it. Just Let It Glow on YouTube. Mm-hmm. As always, you can follow Natasha's crime page. Or Crime Addicts with a Z at TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. And just be on the lookout for some really cool announcements. And let us know anything. Send us some um, Let It Go Sis letters. We love to hear your story time. Send us some ball space, some glow up topics. Let us know what the fuck going on and let us know what y'all how y'all feel about the dickhead. <laughs> the right. dickhead. And y'all gotta spell it like that too. The dickhead. The dickhead. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Yeah, see you later. Bye.